you're doing the best you can. We need to hear it. We need to mean it. We need to say it to ourselves and the people around us. Let's add some grace. Let's cushion the hard edges of life. Stick around. We'll talk more about why this matters. Welcome to an owner's guide for your life. The podcast that combines psychology, coaching, common sense, and fun. I'm Tracy Browning, an entrepreneur, life coach, and lover of people. Now, let's talk about how to live, love, make money, and change the world. Hey, I'm glad you're here. This is episode seven, and I want to say this as much as possible. You, yes, you are doing the best you can. I love this thought. Here's, here's where it popped up for me in particular this week. One of my sisters has two pugs. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. One is five years old, maybe five and a half. And the other is a six-month-old puppy. She's so cute. So my sister's walking them down the street the other day. Well, not in the street. She's on the sidewalk. They're walking along. It's kind of a challenge because little Miss Puppy has lots of energy. Her, her little body just isn't quite big enough to contain all of her personality. And she hasn't quite mastered walking sedately at the end of a leash. But here they are walking along. And these two ladies stop and they want to chat with my sister and admire the dogs because, oh my gosh, y'all, pugs. They're so cute with their little smushy faces. Now, the older dog sat down like the proper little lady pug she is, and she just soaked in their their admiration and their petting her and loving her, and she's just being nice and calm. But the puppy... Lord have mercy, she is bouncing up and down like a little miniature tigger going boing, 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 boing. And one of the ladies asked, so how old is she? And my sister said, oh, six months. And the lady said, oh, she's just doing the best she can. How often do we need to hear that? <laughs> You're doing the best you can. Now here in the South, Y'all know, sometimes we're going to put a bless her heart right on the end of that. Maybe we don't say it, but we usually think it. And how we mean that bless your heart, it really just depends on the situation and whether we're actually hoping your heart will be blessed or we may be thinking somebody just needs a jerking on in you. But anyway, bless my heart. I digress. <sighs> but this is true. Many of us at any given time, we're just doing the best we can. And we don't give ourselves credit for it. Is what we're doing perfect? Probably not. Will it move us closer to what we want? Maybe. I don't know exactly what you're doing. So we'll just say, maybe. Is it the best we can do? Let's go with that. You know, you get to decide what matters to you and how to do the best you can. Your best is not some fixed standard. 
it varies with your skills and your abilities and your energy and the circumstance. And if you've gotten enough rest and did you get food and did you have a fight with your spouse and what's your mood like and your hormones and you get it, your best depends on all kinds of things. So to do the best you can with what you have, that's a worthy goal. Now, there are a couple of popular sayings that disagree with this here. So let's talk about them. Here's the first one. Anything worth doing is worth doing well. Hmm. And the second one is how you do anything is how you do everything. Well, I just think this kind of thinking does more harm than good. It's perfectionistic. And I know a thing or two about perfectionistic thinking. It's black and white. And it's not real life. This kind of thinking doesn't leave room for learning. And there's certainly no room for failing. And failing is a great way to learn. And failing forward, well, failing's pretty much a requirement for success. How else are you going to learn things? That kind of thinking also doesn't take into account like the ebb and flow of energy and the degree that something matters to you. It doesn't take into account circumstances that are out of our control. Now, I don't make a grocery list with the same attention to detail that I do when I write a blog. There are both words on a page. I do it differently. Is it worth doing? Well, I need my grocery list. Is it worth doing well? As long as I can read it or kind of even remember what I want, I'm fine. The list doesn't matter nearly as much. And the, the all or nothing, the black and white thinking, it stops us in our tracks. It's a recipe for ulcers and anxiety and never measuring up and not going after those impossible type goals, the big goals, you know, the big, hairy, audacious goals. We're not willing to show up as a learner instead of an expert when we have that all or nothing thinking. Perfectionist thinking convinces us that doing a little bit, it won't even matter. That doing our best at the time, even though it may not be our very best, it isn't good enough. Well, here's what I think. The biggest difference in life, it's not the difference between doing a little and doing a lot. The biggest difference in life is between doing something and doing nothing. And doing something that may or may not be the best, but it's our best at the time, oh, that's everything. The hardest part is getting into motion where even a small change, small step can propel you into bigger change, into bigger action. You know Newton's law of motion. A body at rest tends to remain at rest. A body in motion tends to remain in motion unless it's acted on by an unbalanced force. The gist of it here, in rest, you're going to be in rest. Motion, ooh, gets you all kinds of motion. It's the same in life. It works in life like it does in physics. You exert the initial effort to stop or, or start something. The initial exertion, it takes a lot of effort. And then it gets easier. 
Now, we tend to think all steps are like equal measures and, and that needs equal energy and equal effort. That's not how it works. It's the first steps that are hardest. Now, one of my friends, Karen, she's a coach, um, but she was asking me the other day how my podcast creating was going. She knows this is a big project for me. And truthfully, it's a little surprising to me that I am actually enjoying the whole process. Some things I'm doing are okay, and some of them aren't where I want them to be, and some of them are pretty good. And part of why Karen knows to ask this of me is not just because she's a good friend and cares, it's because she knows that I am a recovering, sometimes relapsing perfectionist. She understands that in the depths of my being, I want it all to be perfect. And that will never, ever happen except in my dreams. But if I honestly 100% believed that anything worth doing is worth doing well, I'd still be back debating about what I should name my podcast. Now, let's, let's look at this in a little more detail. When we look at, you know, our thoughts and our feelings and our actions, they're all related if I'd started doing my podcast thinking that how I do anything is how I do everything, you know how I'd feel? I, I'd feel a lot of things, oh, a lot of things, not many of them good. The first thing that comes to mind, I would feel pressured. I'd feel pressured to be perfect, to get it all exactly right, especially because I'm doing this in front of people in the public eye. I don't want to make any mistakes. And you know what I do when I feel pressured? I don't take action. Maybe you're like that too. A lot of us are. We shut down. We look for other things to do that we're comfortable doing. You know, you might hear that called buffering. We buffer. We want to make ourselves feel better. And I start thinking thoughts like, oh, that's too hard. I don't know how to do that right yet. So it's better just not to do it at all. And it's too hard to move forward. And my brain gets focused on what matters when I'm concerned about trying to maintain this unattainable level of perfection that's just not in my grasp. Now, when you're beginning a project or, or learning a skill, or if you're somebody who's under stress, I think the all or nothing, the how I do anything is how I do everything, that kind of thinking, it's harmful. It's a thought that, that closes you off and shuts you down instead of a thought that opens you and, and sets you up for action and gives you the beginnings of the cycle of positive energy and positive thinking and, and a good feedback loop there. So I purposely chose when I first began working on my podcast, I chose to think thoughts like this. I'm going to enjoy the process of creating a podcast. It's a process. I'll do the best I can, but done beats perfect. <laughs> Y'all, I've chanted that over and over so many different times. Done beats perfect. And another thought, I'll make small adjustments each week. Every time I do it, I'll make another adjustment. I chose to think I'm doing the best I can, 
with what I've got and what I know. And now I'm seven episodes in instead of still going, well, maybe I should name it this. Let me check. Mm. Now I'm going to add a caveat here too. I'm doing the best I can. That's a good thought to have as long as you're not using it as an excuse. Yeah, well, you know, I'll just do whatever because I'm just doing the best I can. Don't use it as an excuse. When you use it as a gracious embrace of your life, of who you are and what you're doing, do what you can with what you have where you are. That's my Angela who says, oh, what, what is it? Mm. Do the best you can. And when you know better, do better. I might have messed that up a little bit, but I know the end of it is when you know better, do better. There you go. <laughs> and the, the other thing I found is that sometimes this is more about trusting the process, putting one foot in front of the other, being consistently persistent as you work towards a goal, knowing that you're doing the best you can in your current situation with the knowledge and the resources and the energy that you currently have available. Being in integrity with yourself. Oh, this is a big one. Knowing that you can trust yourself to do your best, whatever that looks like at the time. You can be in integrity and have grace for yourself. That's a good thought to end on. Be in integrity with yourself and have grace. Try that on this week. Now, go. Live, love, make some money, and change the world. Bye.